My boyfriend actually changed my view of fitness and my relation to it and stuff like that. What do you guys do, by the way? Like working out? Yes, because I'm like so. I'm like no sexually, no. <laughs> This episode of the comment section is brought to you by Captain Morgan Sliced. Since the dawn of bread, we've known the truth. Sliced is better. That's why new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail style flavors. Pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Visit captainmorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan & Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus only. This episode is brought to you by Accounting Plus. Ignore the unschooled skeptics. In terms of career, accounting is the way to go. We're talking flexibility, great pay, and the kind of lifestyle you've always dreamed of. It's a lifestyle that's less math and spreadsheets and more traveling, personal and professional growth, and making a positive impact on your family and community. If this sounds like what you're into, Accounting Plus provides free resources that will help guide you to a successful career in accounting and personal freedom. Do more, live more. Visit joinaccountingplus.com. And welcome back to another episode of the comment section show starring me, your favorite, everybody knows me who cares about me, on to the amazing, wonderful guest. Today we have the iconic, the legendary Gigi Gorgeous. Hey, hey, hey. Thanks so for having me, Drew. Oh my gosh, you legend. I'm so happy you're here. I'm in the comment section. Holy <laughs> shit. Pinch me. I'm going to die. And you match the set. I do, right? Period, bitch. I think subconsciously I picked out this dress. Really? Because, yeah, I was like, maybe this will look good. And then Summer I got colors. here, I was like, it matches. And you look tan. Girl, you look good. Oh my God, so do you. Are you just complimenting you? No, I mean, ditto. <laughs> what was I doing for the past 20 minutes? <laughs> I'm like, your nails, your hair. <laughs> I'm so happy you're here. Me too. I've been a fan of yours for ebbs. Oh my God, For the longest. Um, I first uh, saw you on TikTok. My husband actually brought you up. Really? Yes. And your laugh is so infectious. You have one of the best laughs. I'm sure you get that all the time. Yeah. But it is so infectious. I think you're so funny. You're so savage and mean. Period. And I'm obsessed. (laughs) You know what? I love a mean bitch. Yes. Yeah, Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. I love a mean bitch. I love a bitch who serves cunt. I love all the bitches. Yes. The only people I don't like are men. Yeah, a lot of them proven. suck, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, you're you in a relationship. A yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> both of us? We both found good ones. We hate men, but oh, you found one. Yeah. <laughs> I've had someone tweet me, I love uh, a bad bitch who's down bad for a man. What does that like, mean? A bad bitch who hates men. Yeah. But is like hopelessly in love with a man. Mm-hmm. And I was like, period. I think My that's whole brand. me. Yeah, that is you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Is that you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I hate men. If it wasn't clear. I think I like them, but I think that they're like, like dumb. <laughs> like dumber than so us. You feel bad for them. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> me neither. Just kind of a side eye. Yeah. A big like- side eye. <laughs> yeah. Aww. I do think I do think they're inferior to women. Absolutely. I think so, too. Period. Yeah. And I, I you, mean, I was once a man. So <laughs> so you can say that I could say that she has all authority <laughs> and she gave me the authority. <laughs> yeah. I'm allowed to say mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Just like when I make fun of like men who are balding when they're like awful. Yeah. I'm like, my dad's bald. It's OK. I can say it. Right. He gave me permission on behalf of all bald people. Mm-hmm. So I have a pass. We were actually talking about this just now before yeah. we started recording. Yeah. I would love to shave my head. Yes. I, I would, would love, love to. I, if I could. I shaved my husband's head last night and it was so freeing <laughs> for me. For you. To see it. To live vicariously. And I was even doing like the tape up with like the razor at the back. I love I was that. Like, I want this. Are I want my like, Amber Rose moment. Are you cosmetologist trained? No, but okay. I just do everything. I was going to say. Except nails. Okay. But like but everything makeup, else. hair. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, self You just taught yourself? Mm-hmm. That's so sick. I wish. I feel like if you're an artist, you can just do it all. <laughs> <laughs> and incredibly humble. That's also right. part of it. Mm-hmm. That is part of it. Mm-hmm. Being the best, but knowing that other people aren't as good. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I feel you. I can't do anything that you can do. <laughs> really? No. I mean, I can do my own hair and makeup, but I'm not like a full beat bitch. Like I can't like beat my face. Did you do really? it today? Hell no, I didn't do it. Really? It looks so good, though. Thank you. Yeah. That's because I hired somebody else. You, like, to do handle it. it well. Yeah. The <laughs> glam. You. Yeah. Thank some you. people, it looks weird. <laughs> I literally, you know, what's funny is when I got this show and we were talking about, like, the format and everything and we did, like, a test shoot, 
Um, my mom actually was like, oh, are you going to hire someone to do hair and makeup? And then I was like, I mean, I'm pretty good at doing my own hair and makeup, which is true. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm not good at doing hair and makeup for high quality cameras. Right. Like TV makeup. Mm -hmm. And so that was proven to me, unfortunately for me, when I did like the test shoot, we did like a rehearsal and they filmed me on these cameras. And then I watched the footage and I was like, I'm going to hire someone. Oh yeah. 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 I'm going to hire someone. We yeah. need a professional. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Turns out I can't do it. So I hired someone well, I feel immediately. Like all the lights and, you know, the filters and everyone like back here. Yeah. It all works out. <laughs> You'd Regardless. be surprised. You'd be surprised. <laughs> and I feel like you know this now because you've been in the, the industry too for a long time. Like they really, they film you. They take pictures of you from all angles, all sides. Yeah. All the time, always. Mm -hmm. Like I feel so acutely aware of my looks at all times now really yeah i think because i just see myself so much more often mm -hmm. than i would typically would if i didn't have this job so i just become a cute does it make you more insecure um i think it makes me really confident in certain things yeah. and it also makes me insecure in other ways yeah because like there are certain things i feel like i talk about a lot how i think i was kind of lucky i had body neutrality for a while longer than you typically do when you grow up in like this horrible society mm -hmm. and uh I was so neutral towards my body. I didn't feel anything towards it. Once I started doing this, I became like very acutely aware of it because people are always commenting on it, whether it's good or bad. Mm -hmm. It still puts thoughts in my head, mm -hmm. which I never really struggled with before. Like I would have moments here and there where I felt insecure, but it was never like a huge determining thing for my mood or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like this industry changed that a little bit. You're really lucky in that sense because yeah. I, growing up, I was always aware of my body. Yeah. Being trans at, yeah. at such a young, like it, realizing I was trans at such a young age. Yeah. It was all about looks. It was all about, um, you know, how I felt in my body, how I looked in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And it, it literally isn't until recently where I've been like, F it. I yeah. kind of like want to like work out and be cute and be strong. Yeah. And like, you know, like who cares about what I think? Because yeah. everyone's worried about them, their goddamn own life. Yeah, literally. You know? Like people aren't paying attention nearly as much as you think sometimes when you're feeling like yeah one of those moments yeah exactly i think the gym too like my relationship with fitness and everything helped that a lot mm -hmm. because like my boyfriend actually changed my view of fitness and my relation to it and stuff like that what do you guys do by the way like working out yes because i'm like so i'm like no sexually no <laughs> Well, no, I'm different. such a like CrossFit diva. Oh, like, I love. No, I've done CrossFit before. I love it. Yeah. I'm a obsessed. It's like fun. no, like heavy lifting, just all body weight stuff. Oh yeah, but like so addicting. Yeah, right. It's, yeah, it's real high intensity. Yes. great workout. Yeah, one hour. And the vibes, sweat my ass off. The vibes are so high. Like the energy is so high. I love it. Yeah, and then I, I just do it in the morning, and then I'm done, and then can glam and do the rest of the day. Yeah, that's so funny. I I did CrossFit years ago. I think when I was still in high school. But you like lift. I've seen. Yeah, yeah. yeah now I do, but at, at the time I was playing sports like all the time. So. I, I played soccer like my whole life, so it's all running. So that was like the hit classes were a nice little change, like in CrossFit. What's a hit class? It's like hit. It's like high intensity interval training, which high is high intensity class. hit. It's high like hit is oh, like not an acronym. Yeah, girl. <gasps> oh. <laughs> high intensity interval training. It's Work. like two eyes. Yeah. So that's essentially what CrossFit is. Is like it's a high intensity interval training. So you like do something a million times for yes. however many, however long. Yeah. I was like, what's crazy about this class is like you could go at four in the morning. And everybody, everybody in that gym, ready to go, bitch. Like they've had, they're fully Wait, awake. Did they sleep? Fired up. 4 a.m.? Girl, I don't know. I don't know what they what be doing. What time do you wake up? Now I wake up around like 7, 8. Yeah. Yeah, that's typically when I get up. Yeah, I'll like wake up then, but not like be up then. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. I wake up and I look at my phone and then I doze off for a little and then I wake up and then I actually get up at like 9.30. It's giving like a monster energy drink. <laughs> Walk downstairs. Yeah, yeah. Like actually leave the room. Yes. Yeah. Like different. turn the light on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I sit in the dark on my phone yeah. for hours. Um, I think too with CrossFit, like <clears throat> I just can't believe that they're willing to run a mile so quickly. Like they're like, we're going to run a mile. Shit. And then do a hundred jumping jacks. Yeah. Girl, you're out of your mind. Yeah. No, I love it. And then me getting lapped by men in their 60s. <laughs> that doesn't make me feel good. Yeah. I don't need that. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I, I did have fun. It's really nice. I like the camaraderie mm-hmm. in CrossFit. I like how everyone's like friends. Me too. And there's like CrossFit games. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there is. <laughs> so fun. Where you like have to qualify or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen I those. used to be an athlete as well. You you said soccer? Yes. I was a diver. Oh, really? Yes. Damn, that's hard. It was so, I mean, looking Intense. back, I'm like, who was she? Like, yeah. so scary. So yeah, athlete mentality for sure. I'm a firm believer that I like. I swim for leisure and leisure only. So any kind of water sport, I did not do well at, like at all. Mm-hmm. I tried out for water polo one time. That's like my, so hard. Yeah, my mom was like, let's let's try water polo. My sister and I were like, no thanks. Yeah. And she's like, no, we're going to go try water polo. I'm like, Girls oh, okay. are savage too. They'll like they scratch are. you. It's exhausting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, I can barely even hover in the water. Girl, you're telling me. Let alone me. like one-handed with a ball. We go, they're like, oh, you have to swim it was like four laps or some shit, like before you do the tryout. Like that's like a qualifying thing. Bye. Girl, they cut me after two. No. Not I did my one lungs. sort of coming back and I kept walking, like because I was tall enough to reach the bottom. <laughs> oh and I was just God. doing the motion and they were like, Don't walk, don't walk. And I wasn't listening. I was just doing that. And then they were like, Hey, come back next year. And then I got sick because I drank too much pool water. Ugh. So you're like, I don't even go here. <laughs> so I, was like, I don't even care. My mom made me come. So uh-huh. that makes, and so they gave me a free t-shirt and I went home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took my L and I drinking the chlorine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were Back. like, they were like, this dingbat drinks pool water. She can't uh-huh. be a water polo player. Yeah, she has she like looks problems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they cut me after two laps. They were like, you ain't cut out for this. Good. I said, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. I'm not. And now we're here. Yeah, now we're here. <laughs> I commend you for being a diver. It's I mean, hard. flipping off of like a cement brick in the air, ten meters up is that's insane. It's so crazy. Did you dive in college too? I didn't. Okay. I was on my way to the Olympics. I was like national champion Ooh. in Canada. So it was like serious. What can't she do? I don't know. <laughs> Haven't found one yet. Haven't uh, nails. <laughs> <laughs> that's so far the only thing that's beaten you is nails. That's insane. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy to have you. And that actually leads us into our topic today. We're going to talk about living as your most authentic self because Miss Gigi has been on social media for a long time and like you've shared your journey with everyone like how do you see how like social media has changed over the last like 10 years or so I'm not sure how long you've been on social media I know it's been a a minute but like have you seen any serious changes have you seen any progress or anything um I mean for me it's all about like the inclusivity of like the community so I've like when I started there were really no like trans stories online and um I was I was really living throughout my friends in real life like I only had like one or two trans girlfriends Mm -hmm. and, and they were I grew up in Toronto and they were in New York City so I would only really see them when I went there okay so yeah, online it was just really like there was like no uh, diversity, or yeah. and I just never really saw myself. So, um, yeah, it was it was it's changed in like vastly. There's so many trans people and so many trans stories online now. Yeah, that has visibility. Yes, yeah. and like everyone is living so authentically, and I love that. Yeah. Um, but I think that there's just also so much uh, more backlash because of it. Because you guys are more visible now than you ever have. Been. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I think there's um, also too. well, first off, how like what made you want to start sharing your story? Because obviously it's really daunting and scary, especially online because people are evil and awful. Uh, Spoiler alert. People are really mean on the Internet for no reason, (laughs) Um, especially to marginalize people. So Mm -hmm. like what made you want to start sharing your story in the first place, like publicly with like your transition and everything, like going through life, anything you've gone through? So I started with like beauty and fashion strictly. And then um, I started opening up and then I got addicted and it was like a really positive experience. feedback from the community. I was like, oh my God, like everyone wants to see me win. Like everyone's Mm -hmm. like rooting for me. Like I want to transition and just all this. And then, you know, obviously shit hits the fan when you, when you blow up. Yeah. But it, I just think it's all about like staying positive, you know, because like sharing your story is really, really, really hard, but it's about staying positive and also knowing, um, like planning ahead and knowing your lane. Like I never really share anything in my life until I'm like super ready to. Yeah. And you know, I've already like I've already thought about everything that anybody can say. I've already yeah. thought about any anything that any, anybody can do. Yeah. Um and then once it's out there it's kind of, you know, out there. Yeah. And I'm like I've already dealt with it. <laughs> yeah, 
I'm you know? prepared for it. Yes. Yeah, I feel that. I feel like I any, any other influencer I've ever like talked to that's been in the game for a long time, like Jackie Ina, for example. Like Obsessed. Yeah. Obsessed. Love her. Filming with her next week. Oh, fun. Weird. I adore her. Me too. She, she also shared something similar to me when I like, because I always ask um, creators like yourself who have been in the industry for a long time and also have dealt with like bigotry and um, different kinds of vitriol, like what helps you like take care of you and they all all of you guys kind of tell me this similar thing so I'll ask you the same question but even Jackie was like she told me like parceling out what you want to share and what you don't Mm -hmm. like distinguishing Mm -hmm. is very important because it helps you keep distance between you and the world because it's such a scary thing to share every single part of your life yeah so like knowing when to gatekeep and when not to is like a big part it definitely is and yeah. I, I really I find the the way that she like molds her life so inspiring yeah because I've heard her talk about the same thing yeah. on her YouTube channel and she's just like you know what I'm not gonna tell you guys everything yeah. I'm gonna give you like just little bits and pieces of what I want yeah and that's why I'm so happy that I never did like true reality TV oh girl same like there oh were God, so many so Instances like yeah. I could have fully done it, and I'm so happy I didn't because like my privacy is everything. Yeah, and like you know it would all be out there. Yeah, that all is of it. true. Yeah, and I feel like when you have opportunities to share, like maybe just a little bit more, when you put it in the hands of somebody else, there's like a risk that it may not be told the way you want it to be. Exactly. Which is the case with reality TV, I think all the time. Yes. Which is why you see people who are like, in real life, they're really nice, but they were portrayed really mean or rude on a reality TV. It's because like, it's drama. And usually, honestly, from what my experience, at least in the industry and living here in LA, a lot of the villains on reality TV yeah. are like the most fun. Yeah. Because they were just really down nice. to play the villain. Yeah, exactly. You know, the producers yeah. like, are you down? They're like, mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've I can name like four right now in my head, but I won't. But <laughs> they're like so fun. Yeah. Because they're actually just down really nice. bitches. Yeah. Yeah. And like the the nice ones are the bitches. Yeah. Like actually. The ones that are portrayed as nice. Yeah, the cunts. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I think uh, opportunities like this, like your amazing book that you're coming out with, or it's out. Yes, it's out. Yeah, yeah, it's out in collaboration with Got Mick, right? Got Mick, yes. Got Mick, okay, yes. yes. I want to make sure I said it right. Yes, Got Mick. Um, like Got uh, Got Milk, but minus but the Got L. Mick. Got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so when you come out with something like this, it's incredible because you get to control. Um, the story, and you get to share more vulnerable parts. I feel like of your life without having to like put it in somebody else's hands. Is that what you found writing the book? 100%. I felt like, you know, him and I are such, um, mind if I look at it. Yeah. (laughs) So proud. (laughs) My baby. (laughs) Um, We just like, we work so well together. And I just thought that, you know, both of us, like him being a trans man and me being a trans woman, we just, we had, we had grown. It's, probably had been like, I don't know, four or five years that we'd been friends. Yeah. And we just thought one day we were like, we should really combine all of our resources, like all of our major connections and like everything we've learned and put it down on paper and write a book about it. And solidify it. Yes. Yeah. And like, because we get questions every day about like our our transitions and stuff. So I was like, uh, let's do it. Yeah. So we pitched it, sold it. And then we got a bunch of our friends to write it in it as well i so. saw girl when i tell you like in the intro to this they have all of their wonderful amazing friends the most famous people you've ever seen bitch like <laughs> that network knows no bounds girl i was looking at it earlier i was like well damn but this is the book and it's amazing the, the little inside pages and she's sturdy like i love how it's made well it's a guide so we never yeah. i had never seen a book like this i'd yeah. never seen um you know when i started transitioning i was like well what if i want to medically transition mm-hmm. what if i want to find a, doc- a doctor for my breasts like where do yeah. i go yeah you know because i was working with nothing before what if yeah. i want to you know talk to a therapist yeah um i had to do all that research by myself so this is a guide and it's a hardcover. It's like a textbook. It's literally like, we are your best friends and we are here for you. Anything you need is yeah, in here. It's incredible. I'm, And what a wonderful idea too, especially now, like in the world now, which can be so scary and daunting, especially for trans people to have people like you and Gottmik like publicly, authentically living your lives. 
I feel like is so important. Like representation is one of the few things that makes me emotional. Don't tell the terrible men, <laughs> but I love seeing people like you thrive because in spite of everything terrible that happens and horrible things people say, um, you guys are still living exactly as you are and who you want to be. And I feel like that's so important. So I'm really happy that you came out with something like this. Oh my it's God, amazing. I love you, Drew. <laughs> I love you too. This episode is brought to you by Captain Morgan Sliced. In fruit and life, there's no juice without the slice. It's what freed the pineapple from the rind and turned your old jeans into cute jorts. Introducing Captain Morgan Sliced, four cocktail-inspired, ready-to-drink flavors. Pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Visit captainmorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice, Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus only. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place we're always daydreaming about. Whether it's the snow-capped mountains, white sand beaches, a best friend's wedding, or even a hometown visit, we all have one. My happy place, personally, is my second home, which is in Hawaii. And everybody knows, because that's where I've been living, and I live there, and in California, and I love Hawaii, and I love traveling there. So, wherever your happy place is... Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price, so you never have to miss a trip. And did you know that when you bundle and save with Priceline, you can save up to 625 bucks when you book your flights and hotels together? We all know the feeling. A hundred open tabs across 50 different sites trying to find the best deal. Just use Priceline and simply book your entire trip in one place. They truly have deals you cannot find anywhere else. And everybody loves a good deal, girl. So make sure you get that value off of Priceline. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. So speaking of living authentically, we're going to talk about some TikToks today. So for those of you who are new, what we like to do on this channel is we bring videos that I was tagged in that are applicable to our topic for today. And then we kiki, giggle, laugh, make fun of it, whatever is necessary. Obsessed. So, okay. So this first one is a woman and she is making a sarcastic exciting announcement that we don't need gender reveal parties anymore because mm. the American Medical Association is suggesting that birth certificates no longer say boy or girl. She says now we won't have baby showers because people won't know what gifts to buy the baby without knowing That's it's her. That's insane. this? <laughs> That's insane. What an insane thing to Who's, say. Who wrote that? It's some random woman. It's I giving don't know random. <laughs> it's giving nameless and it's faceless. It's giving what the yeah, I think the the shocking part about conservative ideology like this to me is I don't know what is so bad about being more inclusive. Not once did we say It's like fear. Yeah, but it's not once did we ever say that anything was going to be excluded. We're just expanding it just a little bit more. Mm -hmm. If that doesn't apply to you, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Nobody's saying you can't identify as a boy or a girl well said that's what i'm saying there are just some people that don't mm -hmm. and that's okay too how do you feel about gender reveal parties when's the last time you've been to one i've never been to one i've never been to, to one be either with you. i think they're i think they're silly i do too i really do because I, do I don't think it should matter i think they're cheesy they are i think they're always silly um one of them caused that fire that ravaged california so don't like, know about that. They had like an extreme. Do you guys remember that? They had the no. like extreme gender reveal party yeah, up in the mountains. Like with fireworks? Yeah. And it exploded and lit a fire and that launched all the like Good. some of the major fires up north. Oh, no. Bad. Well, yeah, like Northern California, but it came all the way down to L.A. <laughs> so that's how bad it got. But that's why it's like that's one of those things where it's like, hey, not worth it. Yeah. It's OK. Well, I think when you're having a baby like me and my husband are like on our embryo journey yes. at IVF. But I think once you have a baby, you're just. Uh, any reason to celebrate the baby is a reason yeah. to celebrate the baby. Yeah. So people are like, gender reveal. Woo! Yeah. But I think it's so lame. And I think, I um, think so too. somebody like um, Emrata, who's mm -hmm. raising her baby, uh, I think she said it's like full on, like literally like going to wait for it to choose mm -hmm. whatever um, the baby wants is yeah. I think so inspiring. It is. And I think I'm going to do that too. And there's like nothing wrong with that because it's not your baby. So, so you're, you don't want to do that with your baby. That's cool. 
Some people do. Mm-hmm. I just can't imagine being so unemployed that I worry about what other people do in their homes. Hello. I don't know. <laughs> like, I can't relate to that feeling, I guess. Me neither. But I just don't. You know what I think is cute and what I think is a serve? Hmm. When they make everything so neutral in the room. Like, everything's like tans or greens or yellow. Not like blue or pink. No, yeah. No yeah. blue or pink. Like, they make it like a mauve tone or like orange or something super cute. The f- was that girl saying, I don't. Uh, I don't know what to get the baby if I don't yeah, know the if gender. Don't, if you don't know the gender, what are what, you Would a Tonka to truck or a Barbie? You could just get a toy. Or a, a diaper. <laughs> okay, yeah, a diaper, a bottle. <laughs> Something, I, I'll lotion. Give you, I'll give you a hint. Um, that baby's not going to know what anything is ever until it's like five. Yeah, and they don't so even you're care good. about you. No, they don't care about anything Won't at all. Won't care about You'll you. You'll buy it the most expensive toy and that baby will play with a paper plate. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Just like my, I have three cats. I'll yeah. buy them all the toys in the universe and they'll play with an Amazon box. <laughs> yeah. That's me with my dog. I buy him all the toys in the world and he'll chew on like one silly little thing that he got, like that I got him like as a puppy, like someone hand me down gave me stuff when I didn't know I was going to get a puppy. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, or he'll just sleep. Doesn't play with anything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's okay. Same with my cat. You're still perfect. Yeah. That's okay. uh-huh. Love you're you so much. <laughs> I love you so much. Are those the only animals you have? Cats? I have three cats. Yeah. Oh, I used to be I a dog girl, but um, ever since I met my husband, like, I don't even know how long we've been together. Seven yeah. years, eight years. Yeah. Um, we are, we're cat people. You're cat people. Mm-hmm. I don't discriminate. Honestly, I love both. Uh, they're just, cats are like, I get why the Egyptians worship them. <laughs> Because they are just, I look at them and I'm like, oh my God, like you're perfect. Yeah, you're so perfect. Like the zenness and just like the majestic quality of them walking. I'm like, you are epic. They're so cunt. Mm -hmm. Cats are so cunt. And like, they don't like to be cuddled too often. Like they let you know. They're real independent. Yeah, it's very female energy. Mm -hmm. But I have all three boys. Yeah. (laughs) Because I feel like they're more cuddly. Like anybody that's a cat person knows, like orange cats, orange boy cats. Yeah. Major. Yeah. Like the best, I would say. I haven't had a cat in so long. I had a Siamese cat when I was a kid. Cute. Yeah, he like lived that for a long Disney time. Movie. Mm-hmm. He lived for a long time. Are um, they bitchy? Yeah. Yeah, he was real bitchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so mean to Like me. hissed at you and stuff? Yeah, like he was so... He... Honestly, like, I'm just like the landlord and he's the tenant, but he yes. doesn't pay rent. Like, yes. he's not nice to me. No. Every animal I've ever had, I've been a bridesmaid, not a bride. Like... Every animal we've had, they've they've attached to a different person in my family, and I'm like always a Jedi, a Jedi, never a Padawan. Like I, I'm always a Padawan, never a Jedi. I was gonna it's say, so wait, upsetting. yeah, what? I was like so upsetting to me that I'm never the main character in any of my animals' lives. That included my cat. Like he you need like a fish. Yeah, he was so like whatevs to me, and he became an outdoor cat. Like he really wanted to go outside, Aww. so I let him go out, and then he just never really came. He only came back to eat. They go away to die. Yeah. Like he he just like wanted to wander my neighborhood and like impregnate other neighborhood cats and then come back. And then he just would eat breakfast and dinner at my house. And a never star. To come a star. Yeah. He was like, if I like, was a cat, I'd do the same goddamn thing. Yeah. He came up and he was like, mm-hmm. anyways. Like, this is not my life. Yeah. <laughs> and like the morning I, um, that he uh, passed on, oh. he came, ate breakfast, but he brought me like a rat and I stepped on it barefoot on accident and then I was like oh my god like I like freaked out is it dead yeah I was dead he killed it and brought it to me but like that's a gift though I know but I was so pissed at him because I felt like you know how much I hate dead mice (laughs) (laughs) my cats now will bring me like my underwear like we'll drag the underwear and meow with it in between their legs and And like bring it to me and look at me and they're like I'm like thank you like it's not a rat (laughs) it's my underwear at least it's not a rat yeah but I'm like thank you (laughs) Like, I let them know, like, because, I know this is a gift. Thank yes. you, but let's stop. <laughs> My dog now eats his own poop, so. That's disgusting. Different. Different. Yeah. Don't know why he does it. Um, Do you still kiss him on the lips? No. Oh, you don't? I don't. Oh, I, like, totally kiss my cat on the lips. <laughs> I don't kiss him on the lips necessarily. Well, I do kiss him all over the face. I guess you could say I have kissed him on the lips. Why Not is he when eating he eats poo? poo? It's like a puppy thing. Because oh, okay. he's still kind of a puppy. He's getting better at it now, but like he does have to be monitored because left alone to his own devices, he will eat his own shit. Mm-hmm. Don't like a lot of men it. we know. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> like a lot of men when they see that I've stitched their video, that's them <laughs> eating their own shit. <laughs> totally. <laughs> okay, let me get back to this video. This says, uh, this is like, oh, this is the creator of the video. They said the clump of cells party is in the planning process. I don't even know what that means. I think that she's trying to make like an a ab- 
abortion joke, I think. The clump of cells party. Yeah, because uh, because when, you know, when pro-choice people say, like, that you should have the ability to choose, they're like, oh, it's just a clump of cells. So I think she's, like, making, you know, they're, like, liberals. Yeah, what was the second part of that, the clump of cells? Party is in the planning process because they're taking away boy-girl, allegedly. So they're like, you got This girl sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> she does. She really does. Like, holy shit. Yeah, literally. Like, you suck. I, well, just like, you could still have the party. You just don't have to reveal a gender. Mm-hmm. You don't need an excuse to bring people together and drink. Right. You know what I mean? I don't need an invitation. Yeah, like you're having a baby. That's yeah. fabulous. Yeah. Minus the mom drinking, like, I also, so I, I don't agree with gender parties, or gender reveal parties, but yeah. I also, at the same time, kind of, like, I don't really mind them. Yes, yeah, I don't detest them. Yeah. I just don't know if it's for me. Yeah, I don't I don't hate them. I just don't think there's really a point. I mean, it's because, exciting. It's yeah, thrilling. You have, yeah, it's like, you have that, and then you have baby shower. Like, I just think, just have a baby shower. Shower, yeah. 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 It's just a reason to get everyone together. That's what I'm saying. Wasted. You even, yeah, you don't need an celebrate excuse. Celebrate you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need an excuse. <laughs> uh, this next comment says... People are completely nuts, educated dumbasses. Like talking about people who want to get rid of boy girl. Uh, when they're old enough to decide, they're going to be so confused on who they are. This is going to lead to more suicides. I like how they just say things and it's not true. Not true. Yeah, like I could also just say things. So that doesn't make it true. Did you ever have any gender uh, questioning in your upbringing? Um, when you're growing up, like me personally, because mm-hmm. I always knew I was a girl. Yeah, I've never had any anything like that personally. Not about my gender, um, because I hated men so viscerally. I did at one point think maybe I like women. Okay, so I did experiment in college, and I turned out turns out I liked men. Okay, and then I was <laughs> how, like, how severely did you did you experiment? I like fooled around with girls. Like, but how how much? Not all the way. Okay, yeah, not all the way. No, because it didn't get me anywhere didn't hit yeah once it started i was kind of like Damn. so it's giving like make out yeah i was like you're so pretty though like yeah, yeah. <laughs> i it. wish i was like that means i love that you gave it a good college try i tried i did try because and the only reason why was because i i literally find men disgusting and i always have yeah so i was and i never had crushes really growing up like on men or women and so it wasn't until I got older that I found out about like being, you know, different kinds of uh, sexuality, like sexuality yeah. is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, so pan fluid. a yeah, so fluid. I never really knew about that in college. So then when I got older, I was like, oh, that's so interesting. Like I'd never if I had thought about that, maybe I would have explored. But then I found out I like men. So. Mm hmm. Only with the one percent of men. <laughs> yeah, the, the one, one man. The in one seven yeah. billion. <laughs> yes, literally. That's why, like, I dated men in college too, and that's how I knew. I was like, Fuck. I know a lot Damn. of guys just it's it Shackled. sucks. It's uh, it's like one thing will be like, oh, you suck. Yeah. No. <laughs> I know, and I You're never feel that way about women. Like, just shut up. I just I love women so much, and I just I was like. Damn it. I love that you tried though. That's I did everything. Try. Yeah, I did it's try. Everything. Because I was like, I viscerally hate them. Maybe I'm not attracted to them. Right. That's what I asked myself <laughs> when I was like 18, 17. Well, yeah, I think, I think, you know, um, the person saying that they're going to be, the, the kid is going to be raised and grow up to be so confused or whatever they said. Yeah. I think that's bullshit because yeah. I was told that I was a boy growing up. Yeah. And I conformed to that yeah. when I didn't feel that. Mm-hmm. But I later found out that I could be trans. I like, I could come out as my authentic self yeah. and like my soul could be seen. Yeah. So, you know, I think that that's just bullshit. Yeah. Like, well, that's you why know what you are. Yeah. And they think, they know better, first of all, and they don't even know you or anyone else that is trans at all. Yeah. But they also don't apply it the same way, like what you're talking about, which is like enforcing heteronormativity on everyone, which is like the default setting. They every time they raise children, regardless of of how they may personally identify, they assign them something at birth. So they're automatically enforcing the gender binary. They're automatically enforcing heteronormativity. But God forbid you don't do that at all and you kind of let them choose. They're like, that's weird. Mm -hmm. I was like, no, it's actually 
Much more freeing. Yeah, it's giving alt control delete. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) it's actually like far more understanding and inclusive. Mm -hmm. And also, it it doesn't really cost you anything to like let them decide for themselves what they want to do. Like fear and anger. Yeah. Okay. Let me go on to this next video. Okay, so this is a man, and this man is simply saying gender pronouns are ridiculous, and that everyone would be happier if we all just called ourselves men and women. I mean, if you were to like take non-binary people out for the sake of this discussion, um, trans people are saying that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They are identifying as a man or a woman. It's just not the way you like. Yeah. I think, you know, I am a very binary person. Yeah. I am fully female. I'm not on that spectrum at all. Mm -hmm. So I can't relate with that. Yeah. But writing this book, we have so many people in here that have written essays and I have, I've never felt closer to like the non-binary, non-conforming community. And I think it's something that people need to open their minds to. Absolutely. I think it's something that, you know, we need to we need to value we need to see mm-hmm. um and it takes courage to come out as something you know different other, uh, other than the gender binary yes yeah. like it's like it it's something to be applauded yeah. and i think to discredit that is just it's so ridiculous and it's just not not fair again like unemployed business like like that's the business of an unemployed person yeah. who gets totally who, who, who like faffs and worries and stresses about what non-binary people are doing. Like, shh, go back to Dunkin' Donuts. Do you know what you you could achieve in your life if you put that energy towards like a job Mm -hmm. or making money? Anything. Literally anything. your eyelashes done. Yeah, like shut up. Like literally anything at all you could pick and yet you choose to do this. I also think too, when they talk about pronouns like, oh, that's so ridiculous or whatever. Um, and they just, or they refuse to address people by the pronouns that they mm-hmm. have chosen for themselves. Awful. Yeah. I just think that's a conscious choice you make. You're actually making life harder for yourself. And it, it shows your insecurity as well. Yeah. <clears throat> like just, growing up in high school, I'll never forget when I first, dis- when I was like, oh my God, uh, as my previous gender, I was like, I think I might be gay. I was so hateful to anyone mm. else that was gay. I was using, you know, that's so gay yeah. more than anyone. Yeah. Um, it's just overcompensation. Yeah. So anybody that's not down, it's like, oh, are you going through it too? Yeah. You're like, are you okay? You care a little too much. Yeah. Yeah. Like, are you okay? For someone to be so like rustled and, and upset by something that doesn't affect you at all. Right. And I always think too, like if you refuse to use proper pronouns or, or inclusive language or whatever. Like you really, you really gotta be like working overtime being a bigot for that to be a hindrance to your life. Like someone says, Hey, like my pronouns are they, them. Like you really gotta overwork to misgender them. It's not that hard. Yeah, that's why I'm like, you, you gotta be hateful 24 seven. Like for just that to, don't talk to yeah, them. For that to be stressful you're like hating openly all the time. Yes. Like, I don't understand. Yes. Like, are you a they, them too? <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like, do you want to have a conversation? Yeah. I can't with people like that's that. Why I'm like, I don't understand how that could possibly be like something that holds you back from getting things done. Right. I can't relate to that. <laughs> like not even a like, little I'm gonna bit. I'm going to go on and write yeah. about it. <laughs> like, Oh my God, you are sick. Bitch. You are. Yeah. And unhappy. Mm-hmm. And, Ugly. People are though, you know, <laughs> like people are. Yeah. And with all this visibility, I feel like the trans community is really just like blasted out there now and like the non-binary yeah. community. So yeah. everyone's seeing it. Everyone's seeing it. And, uh, you know, people have to look in the mirror every mm-hmm. single day. Mm-hmm. So they're looking at themselves like getting angrier. Yeah. Like I, I might be a trans woman too, but I'll yeah. never do it. Yeah. So I'm going to hate on this bitch. Well, yeah. And it's like, well, then you're just a coward. Like you're contributing to like, the, the oppression of, of marginalized groups, specifically trans people. And like, there's like open trans genocide happening right now. Currently, all of that is happening. And you're such a coward that because you may feel some type of way, make stir something up inside of you. You can't even stand up for them. You can't even mind your own business. Like you don't have to, even if you don't want to stand up for the community, you don't have to talk about them at all. Don't attack it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could just turn the other way. Like it's mm-hmm. like actively seeking it out to be awful. I'll never understand. Man. I won't either. I never it's understand. It's just so much easier yeah. to turn away or 
or just blindly support. Yeah. Like that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Like it's your identity. That's great. Yeah, and I think not it's supporting anything bad. Yeah, like, and you don't have to look at it. Like no one's forcing you to look at. That's why with the whole um, our friend, like my friend Dylan, you know Dylan Mulvaney, mm-hmm. and uh, like the Bud Light thing, like that whole thing happening where people were being awful towards her and they were boycotting Bud Light or whatever. That whole entire situation, I was like, you guys are so sick in the head like first of all you're drinking bud light i don't like beer (laughs) yeah well bud light is not good so it's fine wait why it just tastes like trash oh i thought you meant the company yeah yeah i don't like any beer (laughs) yeah i don't i mean i like it's just empty calories i feel that like i'm eating bread like i'm (laughs) drinking bread (laughs) i don't know how people eat and drink it because like it's too filling i would vomit yeah it's too filling for me yeah because it doesn't get the job done i feel like Oh, getting you drunk. Like, it's like, what? I, feel I don't feel shit. I feel, and I'm full. I'm so full. <laughs> yeah, like, like, my arm to lay down. Yeah, like, I have to lay on my left side. Yeah, I don't know That's who a- likes the taste, but apparently a lot of people do, so. A lot of hateful people do, apparently, because mm-hmm. they were, their panties were in a bunch when they announced their partnership with Dylan. Yeah, their statement after was a little shocking. I know, I agree. They didn't stand up for her like at, at all. all. Yeah, I they, read it and I was like, I gotta I read pissed, this again. I was pissed off. Me too. I was mad. I was shocked. I, I really was. Like I was like, who put this out? And well, then I thought like you knew what you signed up for when you hired her. Exactly. So the fact that you guys are are backing off is cowardly. Stand behind her. Yeah, literally. And the community. Absolutely. Not this blanket weird statement. Yeah. I was like, what the. F- I thought this? the same shit when I saw it. I was like, dude, me that's too. I was just like, like there's, them. there's gotta be more. You guys but are there cowards. Yes. What literally. And thought that it would be fine. Girl, I'm like, you'll make way more money off the people who love Dylan than you will off the people who hate her. Stand behind who you work like work yeah, with. You know what I mean? It's just absolutely. like giving cowardly tail between Even, the legs energy. I agree. Even if it's just capitalism playing a role, like let's say we're just talking money, you'll make way more money off the people who love her. She drives numbers, bitch. Like, yeah. she can sell something. Totally. So the fact that they not only didn't stand up for trans people in general, and especially her, but they, they took this weird neutral stance to I try, and save, the new, it, to try like, and save both sides is fucked up. I, I was promise. like, I want to rip my weave out. <laughs> I couldn't stand it. I was like, what are we, what, is that it? I just think, I think situations like that too, like with her specifically, like in people are like, I'm going to burn my stuff, whatever. I always think Wait, uh, I'm gonna what? they're like going to burn everything they own. That's Bud Light related. Like they threw it in the trash. They were like posting Didn't all see kinds that, of but like about. good. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought like if your sense of self is threatened that easily, like you're never going to make it in life. <laughs> life is a lot harder than that. Mm-hmm. I can promise like you that, that. You haven't lived. Has nothing bad ever happened to you like i promise you life's a lot harder than that <laughs> right like seeing, seeing this isn't the end no it isn't it's, it's just the beginning yeah. honestly you just opened your eyes my love <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by accounting plus ignore the unschooled skeptics in terms of career accounting is the way to go we're talking flexibility great pay and the kind of lifestyle you've always dreamed of it's a lifestyle that's less math and spreadsheets and more traveling personal and professional growth and making a positive impact on your family and community if this sounds like what you're into accounting plus provides free resources that will help guide you to a successful career in accounting and personal freedom do more live more visit joinaccountingplus.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Whether it's a handbag, watch, sneakers, streetwear, or jewelry, eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay authenticity guarantee. Visit ebay.com for terms. Okay, so the comments on this video about how we hate, this guy hates gender pronouns. Gen- they're just pronouns. Literally. <laughs> yeah. uh, someone put reject modernity, embrace. What's modernity? Is that like a Zempec? <laughs> I think it's like the modern age. Modernity. Yeah, I'm Sounds pretty like a, sure. I, could I be wrong. pounded on the keyboard. <laughs> and it says embrace masculinity. Well, those, well, those are he, he, him pronouns. I always think that when they're like, I don't do those pronouns. No, I don't do those. You know, you see, they're like, what are your pronouns? I don't do those. And then you go, okay, well, what then are I'll yours? Call, 
that I call you she, her. Yeah, what's up, girl? I'll call you a she, I'll call you a queen. Totally. And they're like, well, no, I'm a man. Then you do have pronouns. Uh Uh-huh. Their brain just, that hamster is working overtime in there. It's probably because they want to be girls. (laughs) (laughs) Or they're wearing, like, panties under their, like, trousers. I just think, like, what? It's okay if you, if you're a man, that's okay. You can... Not to me, but like you can say that. You can be a man. Mm-hmm. It's very okay if you're a man. Uh, this one says they're just, they're just pissed. Biology always says the truth, so they create some stupid thing. Majority society should rule. Call it self-identity, not gender. Spin me a yarn. Why don't you? I mean, it's Tell giving me a, 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 a sonnet. Tumbleweed. Yeah. I was like, is that is a like, limerick? It's like a haiku. The haiku. It's giving haiku. Literally. I think people are just so f- ignorant these days. Yeah. Like, it's just like, what? Like, how can't you see that somebody can live differently than you? That's, and that's at the very, like, very, very bare bones of it. That's not my life. That's okay. Like, it's fine it's okay it's okay yes and like you can learn and you'll maybe be happier after my love (laughs) like that's why i said it costs you nothing to be more inclusive yes it really doesn't no that was so well put what you said earlier i feel like people are just so quick to be ignorant and bigots and it's like once they meet somebody or get inspired by like a trans person or a non-binary person that they meet it's like a light goes off yeah i see it all the time whenever i do like meet and greets or whenever I'm like out or whatever. And like, you know, like somebody will come up to me and uh, like their dad or their mom is behind them. Yeah. And I'm just like hanging out, talking with them, whatever. I'll crack a joke and I'll see like a little smile from mm-hmm. bu- from the sidelines. Mm-hmm. And then they like warm up to me. Yeah. And I'm like, they definitely thought that they're like, you know, child was obsessed with like a weirdo yeah. or whatever they think of me yeah. as. And then I turn them and they're like, oh my God, like she's actually kind of cool. That's crazy. You know, and yeah. like, it's like, it literally is like all these people writing this. It's like, you don't even mean that. Like, stop. Yeah. And it's also what's sad is like, they shouldn't have to like see you to humanize you. They shouldn't have to meet you in person to to believe that you're a human deserving of rights and choices. Yep, 100%. And that's the part that, that really blows me. Cause I'm like, I don't need to like meet you. Like, for example, this ass dude who made this video i don't need to meet him to know that he's unemployed and ugly i don't need to meet you to know i'm that. getting the real I experience could, I in real like, life guys this I is like, epic I, like, I could get those vibes just off this like when i read these i don't see faces at all but i know you're ugly i don't I even that. think that that made sense believe it grammatically no it didn't i don't think there's like words missing yeah but the guy who created this video like i can't see what you look like but i know you're ugly just based off this i don't need to meet you to know that i know you're a terrible person i know you're unemployed I know. Smell bad. Yeah. You, I know you're probably short. Mm-hmm. I know you're probably like eight, eight and a half size shoe. Like That's shave all your living. pubic hair, but have like so many razor burns. <laughs> <laughs> like try, but fail. Just red bumps. Yeah. Try, but red fail. Red bumps, mm-hmm. mama. You buy deodorant, boxers. not antiperspirant. Yeah. Like boxers, like boxer boxers, like ones that are like have holes in them and they're old. Like you've had them since you were seven. Yeah. And they're white, but they're now like kind of a gray color. I. That's so sick. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> the stench in those? Girl. No. Let me tell Febreze. you. <laughs> not at all. I think like. That's one of those things that really annoys me because I'm like, someone could tell me what their life experience is and how they identify, and it costs me nothing to be like, okay, cool, mm-hmm. sounds good. Mm-hmm. Like when I started dating my my boyfriend now, like I think we're going on seven years now, but like when I first started dating him, um, my sister, my sister's gay, and she had a partner at the time, and so we hadn't hung out in a while and so like when we hung out for the first time in like a few years he's like so what's new i was like nothing much my sister is a lesbian though like just came out yeah my my sister is gay no she'd been out for a minute but like i didn't know if he knew okay so i was like she's gay by the way thoughts on that you have any gay, thoughts gay friends around you ever yeah me yeah yeah absolutely but him i wasn't sure because i hadn't seen him in a few years so i was like do you have any thoughts on that uh-huh. particular yeah and the fact that my sister is gay Imagine he did. Yeah, girl, we wouldn't be here. Oh my god, that's why I said I would be like, "Are you okay?" (laughs) Like, do you want to answer that again? (laughs) He had like I brought that up immediately, like the second question that we talked, like small talk. That's That's my version of small talk. No, that's major. Because I'm like, get this out the way now. Mm -hmm. Like, and so he was like, "Cool." 
And then I was like, first test passed. Yes. And then he, my boyfriend was a sociology major. And my I boyfriend. you were about to say sociopath. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> no. I was like, okay. No, that's me in the relationship. Yeah, yeah, same. But he, uh, he, he was a sociology major and he took a lot of. Uh, women's studies courses and like uh, courses on so you guys are like so perfectly matched gender and sexuality like he learned all about that stuff so he talked to me a lot about it and I was like alright maybe I don't hate men mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. one man liar <laughs> <laughs> so no, I you're lying them. yeah <laughs> so I don't hate all men yeah that's what I always that's what they always say the um I think that's the biggest test you could just hit someone with yeah see their reaction absolutely because I think inherently we are so I think we just like know the vibes Mm -hmm. you know know how to like read a room so if you ask someone like a hard-hitting question like that yeah which isn't honestly even that hard-hitting no not at all but it is. I'm like, yeah. It's I'm like, telling. do you hate gay people? Tell yeah. me now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my sister's gay. Yeah. What up? Oh, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I've told people, when people ask me, like, how do I know if he's, like, a good guy, like, early on so I don't, like, waste my time? You know. I'm like, you know, first of all, you do know. Yes. Like, you have a gut feeling. 100%. And I was like, but second of all, ask up front. Like, do you hate gay people? Who'd you vote for? Where were you on January 6th? Ask all those questions up front. Mm-hmm. Get it out of the way. And then you don't waste any time or just live in delusion that you could do that for too. the rest of your life <laughs> yeah, you, you could do that i was like you could do that. i'd rather die alone yeah yeah ditto, 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 ditto. <laughs> thankfully i'm not going to unlike the man who made this video though loser what's such a loser <laughs> it just costs you nothing i feel like and i i feel like you guys Men like that or women like whoever, just bigots in general, mm-hmm. they put way too much energy. All of that energy that they put into that, they could just put into shut the f- up. Honestly. Personally. And just, I, I just have experienced it so many times. Even like some trans girls that I know, they mm-hmm. have been so hateful to me. And then I see that they've come out as trans. That's crazy. I'm like, okay. And that's why in this book, we have a uh, chapter called um, Competition Within the Community. Okay. And I think it's so funny because you would think, I think a lot of people think like, oh, all trans people stand together. The gays are all together. Yeah. The, the LGBTQIA plus community. But there's so much hatred within it. Because of because how everyone's been conditioned. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think that is just, it. Just the comments like these, I'm like, girl, yeah. give it a few years. Yeah. <laughs> And really. that's what, yeah, like and, I pray for you. Like, well, love and you. that's honestly what I think about when I think about like my trans friends, like how I'm just in such admiration of the patience that they have and the understanding and the empathy that they hold for people who are really, really hateful towards them. Because like you said, like sometimes they're struggling with their own identity or sexuality, whatever it may be. Sometimes they're just hateful, but mm-hmm. like sometimes it, there, it is tied to something and the trans community, as much vitriol and shit and horror that you guys suffer, they still hold the most empathy for anyone. It's crazy. We're patient bitches. I'm saying. I mean, I'm like the most I impatient person, but I think maybe I'm not now. Well, when it comes <laughs> to like, to you, I'm like, yeah, maybe I am kind of patient. No, you are. Like, it, uh, all my trans friends are so incredibly like understanding and empathetic towards like the most hateful comments that they get because they're like, well, I know what it feels like like what you're saying like i had i went through a period where i struggled with uh, my own kind of like internalized biases which i feel like we all have to some capacity 100 mm-hmm. but what's crazy is how they show up for others you know what i mean like the trans community always shows up for mm-hmm. others i i i'm thinking about one friend of mine in particular and mm-hmm. she is like one of the most resilient beautiful strong trans women i know mm-hmm. and she teaches I see that in her yeah you know like I don't really see that in myself but seeing her I'm like she could never be knocked down mm-hmm. she can like like I've, I've seen her be dealt the worst cards had have the worst days yeah and just like the worst luck and I just see her and I'm like you are a strong bitch like yeah. you are the reason you are the re- like you are one of the strongest women I know. You are the reason why people should look up to trans women. Yeah, and she inspires me. She's younger than me, but she yeah. she is the reason. I feel like at the when I first started transitioning, I always made a joke. I'm like, I'm more women. I'm more of a woman than women who were born women because mm-hmm. I had to fight and I had to like yeah. do all of this, you know, to create myself basically. Yeah. Um, and I see that within her, and yeah. it's so inspiring. And I think. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, it inspires me. 
endlessly, but it also like it's it's it inspires me like in a just like in a sociological sense, but it also inspires me personally because I feel like trans women, like you said, have had to fight for so long and continue to do so even now, not just for themselves, but for other communities as well, whatever intersections they may sit at. But they have such a strong sense of self like so confident in who they are and what they like and what they want. You have to. And I love that. Yeah, you just have to. For so long, we've been told what we yeah. want, yeah. who we are. Yeah. So like now it's like, no. Mm-mm. Yeah. yeah. No. Like they, it's just like how confident you are in the decisions and how you choose to be perceived by the world is something that I envy. And I wish that. You're the same way. I, yeah, I think so. Like, I, are you a trans woman? <laughs> <laughs> to an we are ex- one in the same. To an ex- to an extent, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, and I feel, but I feel like to my path was obviously a lot easier. Yep. And that's why, because that's not something that has oppressed me personally. But that is something that I admire because I feel like, well, first of all, trans women make the world go around for many reasons. But they have inspired so much of what is now youth culture today. Anything that you like more oftentimes than not, can be traced back to the LGBTQIA plus community. Hello, always. Everything. Oh, yeah. Anything that's popular, mm-hmm. trending, hip, whatever, for the young Gen Zers. <laughs> that's like, literally, it can all be drawn back to where it came from, which is black trans women, but also the LGBTQIA plus community. <laughs> I want to live here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to live where you guys, where y'all are at. Literally, that's why I'm like, you guys, you just inspire me. You inspire the me. Oh my god, I've you inspire me forever, too. So I, I love, you. love you. And so what else do you want people to know when it comes to living your most authentic life and being being like the truest form of yourself? Um, I think the most important thing about being authentic and being true with yourself is really checking in with yourself. Because mm-hmm. you can get really comfy yeah. at the place that you're at. Yeah. Um, you know, even in a week, yeah. you can change. So yeah. you gotta really check in with yourself, make sure that you're happy. Mm-hmm. Um that the people around you are good, mm-hmm. um, making you feel good, um, and any changes that you want to make in yeah. your life, you know, like coming out as trans is a huge feat, obviously, but mm-hmm. you know, after that, there's so much work to be done. Yeah, and I'm still transitioning. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm off hormones now. Me and my husband are trying to do this IVF journey, yes. trying to create an embryo. So it's like the journey is never done. So just always keep checking in with yourself. Yeah, because that I. I don't know why I get so bothered by the word authentic, like my authentic self. I don't know why it crin- makes me cringe, but it it really does make you more authentic. You know, yeah. it's like, how am I feeling today? Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And I feel like, too, I mean, even, I, even so as women, like, we're taught for so long and conditioned, like, socially to always prioritize the needs of others and how checking on how everyone else is feeling. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's even more important, like, especially... Um, now in this day and age where we're exposed to so many things and so much um media that we should like you said be checking in see mm-hmm. how we're feeling see what we want what we really want what we want to do that kind of stuff yeah something that i heard actually on a podcast yesterday i forget which one but it was that our inner saboteur like the voices the negative voices we hear like yeah. in our head yeah they're not us yeah and we can ignore them. Yeah. And it really, like, I've heard that before or whatever, but it just really, like, hit me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it was, like, an awakening within myself. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, those are literally a projection of society, what yeah. everyone else is doing, what everyone else is thinking, how yeah. I should feel, what I should do. Yeah. So you don't have to listen to those. And it's how you talk to yourself is what matters. Yeah. Absolutely. I think— we're also the meanest to ourselves too. Yes. So like, like but you those said, voices that's aren't when those, us. Yeah. That's you know? when they creep in. I think yes. when you start listening to them is when you like start being really mean to yourself. Like no one's ever going to be meaner to you than you. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's why, like you said, it's really important that you talk yourself up a lot. I've, I've learned that too. Like listening to podcasts or like reading self-help books, like how you talk to yourself is important. It matters. It matters. When you were an athlete, like Mm -hmm. a a soccer player back in the day, did you ever um, be like, oh, I'm going to like, I'm going to suck at this match. I'm going to like totally bomb this just to like keep the standards low. So when you do something good, the success is Yeah, absolutely. I did that all the time when I was a diver. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when I knew it was going to be harder. I'm like, well, it's hard. So if I do bad, 
Like it's like me setting the bar low. Yes. So yeah, like you said. So if I exceed it, I'm like, oh my god. Oh my god, it's I'm like a, I'm yeah. major. Oh my god, I did so good despite me being horrible. Yeah. Or almost being horrible. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I still do that now, but mm-hmm. it's way less. And I think that that's something that everybody can work on because yeah. how you talk to yourself really does matter. Yeah. And it literally makes you like a happier person. It makes you more like positive. Yeah. Your relationships are better. Yeah. Your, your life turns up like everything starts to fall into place. I think too, sometimes Yeah, when you really work on how you talk to yourself. Manifestation. It's yeah. Oh, I love to manifest. I don't bitch. really know manifestation, but oh, like, girl, I love to manifest. I feel like I do I naturally, but like, yeah, I, yeah that's like everything calls in the astrology in life, card. Girl, everything you have in life, I bet you manifested it. I think so you too. Absolutely but like, just don't think about it it just happens (laughs) I'm so lucky and everything good happens comes my way or whatever yeah yeah all that yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) okay thank you so much for coming on the show I adore you thank you for having me I adore you too you're such a legend uh what do you want to tell people about your amazing book um, so the tea guide is available now wherever books are sold. Yes. Um, me and got Mick wrote it. We were really, really, um, we were really inspired by each other's stories. You'd think that, you know, mm-hmm. a trans man and a trans woman wouldn't really have that much in common, but we really do. Yeah. And we're just so proud of it. Um, my dad wrote in it. I just flipped to his page. Oh, so cute. So sweet. And although it is a guide for transitioning, it really is about the human experience. It's really just about having, you know, empathy for other people and their experiences, um, along with all of our resources that we've come to know over the past few years. I want to say, I think you're such a legend. I think you're such an inspiration and I'm proud to call you a friend. And I think I genuinely believe like this books like this will like save lives. I really do think that. So you inspire me and I love you. Thank you. I love you. And this is amazing. So make sure y'all go get uh, Gigi and Gottmik's new book. It's out now anywhere you can buy books. And where can everybody find you? Um, I am Gigi Gorgeous across all platforms. Beautiful. That's where you can find me. And Gigi is married to a very handsome man. Yes. And you can also follow Nats. Yes. Yes. And Gottmik since Gottmik is on here. He's on here too. (laughs) (laughs) Follow everyone. Everyone. Except me. Don't follow me. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all for joining us. Thank you to amazing guest Gigi for being here today. And don't forget that you can watch new episodes of the comment section show. They drop every Wednesday exclusively on Spotify. I'll see you next week. Bye. 